like a coffee mug. The eBay open coffee mug is like my favorite. That's awesome. And so now I have two. Hello, friends. Happy New Year. Hello, friends. Hi, Anna. Where are the friends? Oh, I see some friends. Great. Jeff is a new member. Welcome, Jeff. Oh, Welcome. Cool. Tree loves to resale. Welcome. Blue Water Pines. I appreciate all of the commenting that you do. I I don't know about most YouTubers, but I appreciate comments because it lets me know that like it's like know, it's active it's landing content. somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And even if it's like, hey, you did this wrong, I'm like, oh, you're right. Like hey, you've been paying the wrong price for your flat rate shipping things for five years. Hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't caught on. I know. I'm I'm kind of surprised too, but I feel like um I'm never gonna let myself live it down. So Especially I acknowledge no one else is harassing me about it, but myself. <laughs> right. So if you guys don't know, we were talking a couple of weeks back, and Anna figured out that she's been um, selecting the wrong USPS drop down. Yes, um, it was still still a flat rate envelope, but not the correct one. So right, correct. Hello, Val is here. So friends, um, Val just did a video on free shipping for eBay. She sells very similar items that did I she convince you. I don't know. I might. Try, I'm trying a couple. I'm trying a couple different things right now. So like, you don't want to try too many things because you don't know. Right. Um, I don't know. Check it out, uh, Val. I don't know if you are a. I'm saying Val. Her name's not. Her name is not Val. Her name's Melissa. Um. She used to be called. Melissa's like what? No, I know. She used to be called something before the thrifty broad that was kind of like a Val something. I don't know. Anyway, but check out her video um, because it's interesting. So even if you don't do it, she talks numbers and analytics. So I fully support um, her channel and because she walks you through like yeah. the analytics of what happened. Um, cool. I have a couple announcements. You're buying a house though. Are you still up there? No, I'm back in my garage, but, oh, um, right. but I have been and actually, well, we can talk more about this, but I've already started prepping my inventory for the new space that it's going to be in. And it kind of couldn't be more different than my storage unit. So it's been quite interesting. Like Lots how different? Of, I mean, it's just storing. It is, but the ceilings are only a little over six feet high. Oh, so, yeah. so the like number of shelves and the settings I have all of my shelving units on, like all of that has to change. Um, it's going to be really interesting, but it is going to work, which is the good news. So I won't be paying, you know, five to $600 a month storage anymore, which will be really nice. And you don't have to buy like all new shelves and stuff, right? Yeah, right. And I, yeah, I can still use what I have. And I also don't have to leave my house to pull inventory anymore, which I'm so excited about. So, you know, some people say like, get it, get it outside of your house. So like, you're not, and I yeah. think you have to set boundaries to not work all the time. Yeah. But it's amazing to not have to go somewhere it's super amazing well and like we're moving to a place with a colder climate in the winter and i'm already grouchy when i have to like go out to the storage unit and it's like 40 degrees in georgia i'm so mad i'm like it's miserable oh, right. but it'll be yeah. in a garage it'll be actually be in a basement so <gasps> oh yeah but it's like a very toasty warm cozy basement it's an old basement from 1870 so that's kind of interesting too but is it it's finished? huh is it finished no, it's not finished because it's it's so old. Like you could finish it, but um, actually it wouldn't be up to code with how low the ceilings are. But I'm a really short person. So to me, that doesn't really matter as long as everything fits. <laughs> like I'm not going to like hit my head on the ceiling ever. But um, but it is like, I don't know. It, it's like, you know, 
it's not just like a raw like cinder block dirt floor basement like it has a concrete floor and the walls have been like sealed and stuff so it's like it's really good for not being finished, but um, I probably wouldn't take the time to finish it, honestly, because it's, it's as finished as a storage unit, basically. So Yeah, yeah. For your purposes, you don't need right. it. My stuff's in my basement, and it's finished, but it's still, like, I have to put my slippers on when I go because my toes get cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's not, like, cold, cold, but, like, when you go to the basement, you get, like, a slight breeze. And, we're, I mean, it's carpeted and, like, fully finished and everything. <laughs> um, hello, Michelle is here. So she's saying, I went to the kitchen, was listening, and was, oh, who is Val? I'll have to watch her video. Vandy's closet. Yes. See, I knew there was, like, I knew There's there was. a VA at the beginning. Yes. And I used to always call her Vandy because I'm like, mm. oh, well, it's a closet. And her name's Melissa. And I've known her for years now. You think I would, like, get it together. Um, okay. So a couple announcements. Friends, this is a. Q&A as well. So do feel free to ask questions. Um, oh, I just thought of a question. I'm actually going to say no. Yeah, I've heard in the community, it hasn't happened to me, but do you, you use drafts, right? I do. I've been hearing that people are missing their drafts right now. I haven't had an issue. Have you had? Uh, no, I haven't been making a bunch of drafts at once lately, but um, the only thing things that I've ever experienced with that are if I had more than like 250 drafts, they just fall off the end immediately because you can't have that many. <laughs> and yeah. um, also if they're, you know, a draft for like more than 30 days or something, but normally I don't run up against either of those. Um, I haven't had, yeah. Well, and I knew those two things and I don't do those. Yeah. But people are just saying they're making a draft and it's just gone. Yeah, I haven't looked into it too much, to be honest, but I've been seeing like little tidbits on social media that like, oh, I'm missing my drafts and, you know, they do updates and stuff. Yeah. So if anyone is seeing that and knows what's going on, leave us comments. Um, I have there. discovered, I'm not going to audit my inventory, but I have discovered a couple of items that are not listed and I don't know why. Oh. And they're all throw pillows. Isn't that weird? I wonder if like when they changed a category, they didn't get... They didn't get pulled I over. Yeah. Because for them to all, how did you discover if you're not auditing? Well, I've been consolidating my inventory um, as I've been selling it down. And so there have been like a couple, there were like, there's like one area of one of my storage units where the things that were like too bulky, um, like would just hang out and be like loose on a shelf. And so I had some throw pillows over there because they take up like a lot of space in a bin. And, yeah. but now instead of like combining a couple of bins, I'm kind of down to the amount of bins that are definitely going to fit in the new space. And so I'm trying to, instead of combining bins to fill in with that stuff that normally I would deem it takes up too much space for a bin, but for the sake of moving it across the country, I'm going to have to put it in something anyway. Yeah. So basically I was just, consolidating a couple of pillows from that shelf like into a bin that was mostly empty and yeah a couple of them were not listed <laughs> oh, so when you consolidate down you're going through and checking your ebay listing well there. yeah if like for example for those they were just they have like their bin numbers just like an x for like the one shelf where there's loose stuff and so i was going in to change their bin number after i added them to a bin and they and i search it on ebay first just to make sure and like for that reason, instead of just searching it in the spreadsheet, I search it in eBay first, pull the title from eBay and then search that title in my spreadsheet. So it's so a good. Kind of, I mean, you do kind of double check and audit, not like a whole audit, but as you go through and consolidate, you're kind of auditing. I don't yeah. check anything ever. And if you guys recall a couple 
probably our, our, my, our last live or the one before, but eBay lost like 500 items and it was like this big haul. Yeah. Well, and I think it was 2021, like summer of 2021. I did audit every single item that I had because um, I was like putting my inventory system in place. And so I was like the big, like, oh my gosh, a whole bunch of people lost items was like before that point. Yeah. So I haven't heard of like a big instance of that again since I, since the last time I actually did it. So that's why I haven't bothered. But I was just like, oh, that's interesting. I actually do have some missing couple. Well, missing and you track, right? Because like I figured it out because like my spreadsheet didn't match eBay and you yeah. track the spreadsheet. And so I would assume that like that's a gut check too, right? Like it's close. Yeah. That's how I caught it. Was, right. Like, oh, cool why do I have to buy more? Yeah. Yeah. I would probably see it because I'm always seeing that number. Yeah. Yeah, so the onesies, twosies. Sir Tommy, uh, you are correct. He does have like, well, probably less than that. What are you down to now? Because you're you're trying to lower it intentionally to move. He said, "Oh heck no!" Yeah, so like I'm under, uh, I'm right around eleven thousand and a half, eleven thousand five hundred listings, but that actually still represents over twelve thousand items because of multiple uh, quantities on some of them, on like a handful of things. So, um. It would be amazing. I mean, it'd be amazing to be, you know, under under eleven thousand. Like that shouldn't be too hard to do if we're not moving till around the end of February or so. Yeah. Um, Is it all yeah. fit like in one U-Haul? I think it will. So that's part of this whole like consolidation and super duper optimizing my exact shelf heights and everything. Like I have rubber mallet hammered apart every single steel shelf I have and reset the shelves like that's what I've been doing I did like that in one of my units yesterday yeah. it took me like all day so I have another unit to do but um it'll go faster the second time for sure but um but it has been like getting everything more even more compact than it was to transport it also so I'm really hoping that by the time it's time to move it will all fit in hopefully at least the very biggest U-Haul. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> and this is something that, so, I mean, I don't get this comment very often, but you see it like on social media where people are like, oh, you pay $5 for this. And why are you charging $50? And it's like, you didn't get paid to do any of that yesterday, but that's part oh, no, of the business, right? Like, and so you, yeah. all of the things that we do get paid for, we have to like, like you don't get paid for a full day. Of yeah, work. that's right. Which or I mean, I'm or... choosing to move, but yeah, it's, you know, that's going to be yeah, a big but even like, or like as I was growing, I had to get more bins and I had to do more shelves and I had to organize and I had to like, oh, yeah. do things that aren't a direct correlation to this item sold. I made this amount of money. Right. Oh yeah. My favorite thing is when people are like, I bought one of these from another seller for $5 and I'm like, cool. Cool. That's, that's not relevant to me. Don't buy mine. Bye. Like, <laughs> I just have zero, zero patience for that. I actually got, and I don't get this very often because I don't sell myself. Like I don't have collectibles, right? But there was like an anthro item, I think, that mm. was fairly new and is highly sought after. Um, and it still had the price tag on it. And I was selling it for more than the price tag because yeah. you don't need it anymore. And they're like, this is more than the price tag. Why would you do it? Blah, blah, blah. And I kind of just ignored them. Um, but I was telling yeah. my... I didn't ignore them. I said something like whatever, but 
I was telling my reseller friend, I was like, wouldn't they be even more mad if they knew I only got it for $5? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they would. They'd be like, I'm this like, is an outrage. The most you should ever charge is $10. What are you thinking? I know. All right. I do have a couple of announcements. Friends, this is a Q&A, so do feel free to ask questions. We have some general things going on as well, um, but it's been a couple of weeks, so I wanted to, I have a couple of announcements as far as... Um, things go. We are going to have two special guests on Fridays. Uh, there's one, they're all, all my YouTube lives for like the next month, I think are uploaded. So definitely make sure to hit the bell. So you get notified. We are having Nicole, who is a, an accountant. She has come on my channel many times in the past. Oh, cool. It's that time of year friends. So uh, she's going to come on yeah. for general tax information and then also questions and answers if you guys want as well. Um, I don't know the date for that, but they are all listed down below um, sometime, I think in the beginning of February. And then I think in two weeks, we're going to have Yinka and Lori come on and they work in, they are sellers. They do not work for eBay, but they volunteer their time to um, work with the government relations for eBay and to work lobbying for us as small sellers uh and yink is a lawyer right mm -hmm. and yeah, I he's a lawyer in dc and he also sells i think men's fashion and shoes i'm pretty yeah. sure um so there's a lot of like legislation that's happening right now that could impact us as resellers and i think it's really important for us to know I can't speak to it. So I am bringing on two people who can speak better to it. Um, so definitely make sure to hit the notification for that one because it's going to be very informative. Yes. And if you're here live, you can ask questions as well. Uh, I have some questions. <laughs> I, no, we might not have time for you guys to ask questions. <laughs> we might have too many questions. Um, so quarter one friends, it has started. If you have a store on eBay, make sure to get your shipping supplies. I just did mine right before I did this one quick tip. If you, because it's always, I always forget where it is, right? We only do it. Oh, every yeah. quarter. Um, so save it to a bookmark yeah. on your like bookmark tabs. Um, that's helpful because otherwise you're like, takes 20 minutes to figure out where it is. Uh, I am taking over, uh, eBay meetups ebay seller meetups there's a denver chapter and i'm taking over the chapter with a couple other sellers um so we're going to try and do a ebay meetup every month and in february our first meetup brian from the podcast ebay for business podcast which he has his fingers in everything i mean literally has, everything yeah he's been and around isn't he like the 12th or 13th employee or something no i think that's um the other guy what's the other guy's name the Oh, Griff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought Griff was like earlier than him. And then he was like also like an impressive number, but maybe not quite as early. <laughs> maybe. He's been around forever. And if he doesn't yeah. know the answer, he knows who to talk to to get the answer. Yeah. Also um, just such a freaking cool person. I just love him. So if you are local in Denver-ish area, uh, if you go to eBay's meetup, like eBay seller site, you can send me a message and I can send you the direct link. But if you go to their site, it'll be all up there. And then also uh, Dana Crawford, she works for List Perfectly now. Uh, she was at a, she spoke at eBay Oakham. Yeah. She was on a panel maybe. Um, she's going to be there as well. So it's going to be really cool if you guys want to get more. And then we can chat and, you know, network and stuff. Um, oh, and then I met with Poshmark today. Oh, really? Yes. Speaking um, of having your fingers and everything, I'm going to start calling you Brian. <laughs> not nearly. Um, it, I can't. It's full disclosure. I can't really say anything. It was. <laughs> I know. But I wanted to put it out there because it is. I, I'm hoping that what comes out of the meeting will be 
will happen. We'll see when it happens. Awesome. Um, it was just talking about giving seller insight on uh, new features that they're kind of like trying to figure out. Um, so I gave my feedback and they were like, we hear you loud and clear. You want data. And I was like, you're like, could, could you never have guessed that? <laughs> Um, but it was other things. It was other like features and stuff. So hopefully there could be yeah. some good things that come out of that if you guys are on Poshmark. Um, um, and then one more announcement. Data. I did come out with a platinum formula for resellers. Oh, yes. End of the year, maybe beginning of um, this year. There's been a couple questions that I have. So I just want to share my screen really quick and kind of go over. Break it down. But, um, oh, that's the wrong thing because I might, and I might change some of the wording on it, but since you guys are here, I want to share it and kind of explain a little bit about what we're looking at. That's not what I want to show. Do, 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 do. That's not what I want to show. Can you see it? Yeah. Did I make you small though? Like in a weird way? No, but that's okay. No, where'd you go? I don't know. Oh. I think I'm behind it. <laughs> oh, here. There I we go. Know. Um, okay. So there it is. So just real quick, I have a video on it and I'm going to do lots more videos on it. I'm getting questions on this listing goal down here. Mm. And most of the questions that I'm getting is, is this listing 10 daily? How many more I need to list or how many I need to list total? And it's your, oh. it's your total. So it yes. takes into account that you're selling reseller Nirvana down here, right? Which is you are selling as many items as you are listing. So it's taking into account that you're at reseller in Nirvana. And then if you want to make more money, you have to list more than that. Right. Um, and so this, the questions that I've got repeatedly, which is why I'm bringing it up here, is they're like the person would be like, oh, well, I'm listing 10 items already. Like, why isn't this changing? And it's your goal down here, the $6,000 that would be their goal is less than what they're actually making. So you don't have to do anything because you the, your goal would be to make less money. <laughs> <laughs> no, is, that's never the goal. Right. So this is only going to increase from the li listings that you're currently selling. It's the listings that you're currently selling. How many you would be selling now? It's only going to increase if your goal is higher. So let's say this goes up to 12,000, right? So higher than this 9,000 gross. Right. Now your listings go up. I'm going to try and figure out a way to like explain that on the spreadsheet a little bit better and then probably send out a mm. new link. Um, but I've had a couple of questions and I know people who do follow me um, make sure to. Yeah. This, so hopefully. That makes sense. So it's like if your goal is below your current revenue, then yeah, you're trying to crank up your goal regardless. So maybe they just didn't start at the goal part. <laughs> yeah. Or I think some of the people have, they're like, well, these are my numbers, but I'm not making that gross. And I was like, well, then those can't be your numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Calculate yourself a rate again or something. Um, yeah. If you do have questions, you can uh, reach out to me. Instagram is probably the best place. We have a, do have a couple questions. Um, where did they go? I was going to say a second ago, speaking yeah. of wanting data the quality listings reports going away yes that, I took that first from you girl and i'm like what <laughs> that it's going away or that of the report that it's going away yes yes i did a video i think yesterday of it um they announced it was going away a couple weeks ago but i was not working uh, so i didn't make a video until i came back. yeah i missed it it's at the top so this is he's asking how much or how much for eBay inside information? So the listing quality reports going away. I did a video yesterday. That's not inside information. They had like an announcement. <laughs> um, but I did ask someone within eBay and they said that it was always beta. And really? they, they didn't get enough 
I don't know if they didn't get enough good feedback or enough people used it. Um, so they are going to maybe look into it, maybe release something else or change it. Yeah. Or, I um, feel like if they dumbed it down a little <laughs> for people, like I think that like you and I are probably not too intimidated by seeing that wall of information in the spreadsheet that I bet most people are. And they'd probably be like, uh, unless someone's walking me through this multiple times, like personally, I'm not going to remember what all this means or like, you know, like to do with it. I bet it's a little complex. I think that, and I think, and this could be, obviously it's my audience. Um, most people that commented on the video that they were getting rid of it said that they didn't even know about it. Yeah. On my video a couple months ago, or I mentioned it at eBay open. Um, yeah. And then once they found out about it, they were like, oh, this is amazing. So I right. think it's a lot of people just didn't know about it. Like, it was just like one little click that you had to know was there. Right. Well, and I feel like, you know, first and foremost, it, you sort of, there's a, there's a huge kind of like market, right, in a way for spreading the gospel of using data to inform your decisions about your store at all. Like, Right. I don't think anybody would ever assume that there's anything beyond like the sort of dashboard style analytics that are built into eBay. And like, even then, I don't think people generally realize like they're just like one little piece of information away from like knowing how to use that data, you know, and that's obviously like I'm preaching to the choir here. You are the choir, but it's <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's already sort of outside the norm for people to like understand that they can use data to inform what they're doing. And so, yeah. And then this was like an intense amount of it. Yeah. Yeah. So even if they did like stumble on it somehow, it's like, they might be like, Oh, well, yeah, that's not my thing, but, but it is, but it could be. And it could be helpful. And it's, I mean, it's so hard because especially as new sellers, it's like, how do you know how you're doing? Yeah. Or even as a veteran seller, as someone mentioned on one of my videos, they're like, I, you know, I'm usually in like the top 95% or whatever. So it doesn't give me tips, but when my sales are down, I pull it. And if everything looks good, then I know it's not really something that it's I'm not doing. me. Yeah. But, which we don't ever really know that. Right. There's no yeah. way to be like, ah, what's happening? Did we do something wrong? Right. So I'm hopeful that they're, I don't know if you guys like it, fill out the survey, send them an email. Yeah. <laughs> Tell That's a good point, like though. That. It can either give you some constructive, actionable steps, or it can absolve you of your questions and your, you know, your seller guilt about if, if you're doing something wrong. Yes. Um, someone's asking, do you do the meetups with Liz O'Kane? Um, I do not. Not. I, I think we've done them with them in the past. So she's in Colorado Springs. Uh, and I don't know if Tommy in Seattle is, I would assume he's in Seattle, <laughs> but Colorado <laughs> Springs is maybe an hour and a half, two hours away from Denver. So I think when they've done like big, like eBay comes out here, like a big, big meetup yeah. kind of teamed up. But in general, we don't just because of the distance. Um, I mean, I've met her a few times. Um, I was going to say, however, Liz O'Kane is awesome. And I understand why you love her. <laughs> okay. She's just a little further away. <laughs> Right. And for a weekly meetup, I don't know, or monthly, I don't know how much they do cover yeah. as their own meetups as well. So if you're right. Yeah. Okay. Do, 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 do. No questions. Um, okay. Let's get to, if you guys do have questions, let us know. Um, but we have a few things to chat for. So 2022 is over. 
<laughs> yeah, it's How over. Did you, did you make it? So both of us, if you guys don't follow, we were both trying to hit six figures. You have done it before. You have not. Nope. Did you not? I did not. I was off Close. by about $3,000. All right, everyone give us- a amount of money. <laughs> give us that. No, so give a thumbs up in the chat if we can round up. I think $97,000. <laughs> it was above 95 for sure. Yes, you can round up. I got right. an A, just not an A plus. <laughs> right. I feel like that we can round up. Give a yeah. thumbs up in the chat if you guys think that she can round up and we can say that she's. Well, and it was still like year over year. It was, you know, a huge increase from the previous year. And I really do take a lot of solace in that, you know, even though um, I came from a, a different career where I was also running my own business and I have not. A, a, you know, achieved like what I want to completely with my eBay store yet in terms of like my gross revenue, how much I'm paying myself. And of course, every year we're dealing with, if nothing else, even if all of our systems are perfect at one point, the market changes, you know, stuff changes. And so you're always adjusting, which is okay. That's part of why I like it. But, um, but yeah, year over year, it's was a huge win, you know, and I was actually, I apologize. Also, my voice, it, to, to me at least, still sounds a little weird and like squeaky. I was super sick during all of Christmas having a major asthma attack and problems. And so I kind of couldn't care about it when I realized I didn't hit it. I was like, oh, yeah. well, it's a new yeah. year. But well, um, to be so close. And what are you going to do at the end of the year too, right? Like right. Yeah, because I was also like, well, sick and then immediately traveling for Christmas. And so, and trying to buy a house in another state in that same trip. And so, yeah, I was just like, this is just not, this is the part where I enjoy the flexibility and don't worry about the goal, you know? And the year over year growth is, yeah. I, I, this is something that I don't think a lot of people look at. Like a lot yeah. of the charts that we're given are like, week over week or month over month. Yeah. It's important to look at your growth in a year, especially like what I sell is seasonal. So like looking yeah. at the fall compared to the summer isn't always a right. Great. Not always year. helpful. Right. And growing year over year. So what's interesting about this is my gross actually decreased this last year. Wow. By like twenty thousand dollars. But yes, but my net, so my video is coming out tomorrow that I'm going to like my profit and loss video oh, nice. into like the entire year, all of the nitty gritty. If you are a gold member, you already have access to it. Um, but for everybody else, it'll be out tomorrow. And so you'll, you can learn, you can see all of this in like 30 minute detail of what <laughs> happened, but my gross went down. So year over year, my gross was down, but my business ran significantly more efficient. My margins were actually better, yeah. um, which I intentionally did at the beginning of last year before I knew the economy was going to go to shit. Um, oh, <laughs> I don't, can I say that? I don't want to like get myself banned on YouTube. I think you can. Okay, maybe not too many times. Hopefully it will be less so, less so than we're afraid of it being this year. Hopefully it'll be better than expected, but it's not looking good. Um, so I did hit it by like, the chin on my chinny chin chin like i mean mine oh, was, good. Uh, it was a very close game um and it was not but i did but not nearly like my gross was down but my net was up um, yeah different things going on that I'll is really that. interesting though i feel like i'm a little bit like a year behind you <laughs> kind of like i'm not well first of all i'm not trying to grow my like number of inventory anymore and because that's so tangible that was something i really focused on for a long time to just like 
get a really broad based inventory, which I'm like, now I have it and now I have to move it, <laughs> which is fine. But um glad to have it either way. But um yeah. you know, there are like one like one thing a month I'm gonna try to streamline to trim the fat also and just like get to keep more of the money that I'm making. And I, I have learned I did a lot of experiments last year in every area. So I have so much better information this year to make the most of like what I'm selling through. And I also know how to like, you know, affect how to influence my sales more than I ever knew before. And that has been fairly recent for me. So I feel like it's going to be a good year. Um, It'll be really interesting to see, you know, a year from now, like how all of that shook out over the course. But I see, I mean, I think you always want to like trim as much fat as you can. And it's hard, like you have to get into the nitty gritty before you can like you have to learn the processes and learn the sourcing and learn yes. like, listing and learn all those things before you can start like being more efficient in the business um and so two years ago i worked on processes and like just freeing up a lot of my time yeah and last year i worked on like squeezing because i didn't want to grow my reselling business but i wanted to make as much money out of it as i could and then focus more time on like social media and mentoring and teaching and um, yes stuff like that stuff like this Yes. Right. Because I enjoy it and I don't have more space. I don't want to go to a storage unit. I don't like, but I do want to make the most money that I can. And I think this coming year, we'll see how it happens. As of right now, the margins are getting slimmer and slimmer. Um, It's getting scarier and scarier. So I think we have to really pay attention to being as efficient and making strategies. Um, It's not I don't think you can so much throw things at eBay and they will just sell anymore and make money. Yeah. It's a lot. I feel like it's a lot more nuanced, you know, part of that's the bias of having a lot more of a nuanced perspective, but you know, Mm. it's also like it's there and we see it. (laughs) So therefore our strategy should follow suit. True. Um, That's true. Like, do we just, yeah. Do we just know more? So I, I want to, I want you to speak to this and then I have my, two <laughs> and then I have my two cents if you don't hit on it. Um, oh, yeah. 2000 items and you didn't hit a hundred thousand. Uh, what's wrong mm-hmm. with this picture? And I know he means that in the nicest way possible. Right. That's what I'm assuming. Um, yeah. So my ASP isn't super high. I, in those 12,000 items, I have, you know, a $4,000, luxury European fur coat and I have in a $5 matchbook cover. So literally it's like this huge spectrum. And like I was saying earlier, I spent a lot of time just trying to pile up, um, building my inventory numbers, like the number of items I had for sale because everything sells eventually. And I have something to say about that later too, which is really interesting. But um, at least I think it's really interesting. Oh, I'm sure I will. Think I think everything I say is really interesting. <laughs> Me too. That's why I have you on. Yeah, that's right. Hopefully oh, someone okay. else enjoys what we talk about too. Yeah. But, um, but you know, some of that lo- like really low dollar stuff, it's heavily weighted towards the lower dollar stuff basically. And a lot of that is because of COVID. So I was not able to source for months like the way I normally would. And so I got a lot of like large lots of things that I piecemealed out and things like that. Um, so that's actually, I agree though. What's wrong with this picture, right? <laughs> I'm like, yes, I, I, you would think there'd be no trouble, you know, selling through and, and getting to that. But um, that's going to be a goal for me this year is to increase my sell through, to increase my ASP with the 
average sale price is ASP, by the way, for anyone who's new. But, um, you know, increasing the value of the items I'm adding to my store and not doing those lower dollar things anymore. But the good news is I have 12,000 things to like eat off of in the meantime while I improve the general value of my inventory. So um, that's that's kind of like the main factors as I see it. Also, you know, there were times in the year where I had really, really long handling time because I was traveling and I didn't have a normal sales month all the time. And so, you know, the flexibility factor like plays into it also. Yeah, if you're not shipping out. So I think, and I, this is why I like you saying it, what you said is in a different way than what I say on my channel all the time. Yeah. It's not, we hear so much in the community that it's about how many listings that you have. And you have to have, the, I mean, you have to have the listing. Like you can't oh, yeah. them if it's not listed, but you can increase your gross revenue by working on your sell-through rates and working on your average sale price. Yeah. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but even over the course of this year, you started doing some strategies like sell similar and looking at promoted listings and yep. increasing your revenue with what you already had instead of just having more items. Right? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I am listing my goal for the listing challenge that you're doing, by the way, is one item a day. <laughs> so because... I'm glad you brought that up. That was my other announcement. I forgot to say, oh, oh. cut you off real quick and then get, yeah, go ahead. If you have the platinum formula for resellers, uh, there is also, I'm going to show you guys real quick. There is, it'll tell you your daily listing goal and then it prints, it gives out, oh, I'm 191 behind, but it prints out, or you can put it in the spreadsheet to track your listings and then have your goals and stuff. So if you have this, I am doing a, a listing challenge on Instagram. Uh, it's free. You have to have the spreadsheet because that's what we're using. Um, but it's free. Anna's in it. There's a couple other resellers, not a couple. There's other resellers. A bunch. Yeah. yeah. So it's a chat. You can stay completely private if you want. We just share, here's our goal. Here's what we did today. I didn't get to, you know, just a community. Yeah. Um, and if you want to be a little bit more social with that, as often as I remember, I share it on my stories. Um, you can do it, you know, socially as well for accountability, but it's just to help you keep accountability for yeah. this team based off of your numbers and your data. So continue. yeah, which is interesting because like for me, like until that, I literally hadn't listed an item since October because I've been trying to like semi-liquidate and like sell down my inventory to get ready for moving. But I do have like a small pile of unlisted things. I'm not going to call it a death pile because I quit listing stuff on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I was like, you know, I can move these things unlisted or I can go ahead and list them and integrate them into my bins and, you know, have a little bit of fresh stuff, like completely fresh stuff, like in my store. So that's what I'm using the listing challenge for right now. Um, but, you know, once I kind of get my shop set up literally uh, in the new place, like I'm going to be back to sourcing and listing like I always have. And so it's going to be great to use it for that purpose too. But right now it's holding me accountable to getting through that small pile, which yes. is great. Yeah. And I think we have to know too where like you may have put your numbers in and it says you have to list 12 a day or something, but obviously yeah. that's not where you're at with life right now. Right. Right. Like, that's why mine is like one a day. And after I get done with some other like big time suck things, like hammering apart all my shelves and redoing them, for example, then I will kick that number up to be appropriate for making sure I get through the whole pile in the time frame. <laughs> but um, it's really about getting through the pile in the time frame for me not as much about hitting hitting a certain like increased revenue goal but i i'm looking forward to using it that way you know in the future um which will be really cool 
All right. If people have questions, do feel free. Um, I feel like there was a point that you said you were you're going to come back to. I think you said. Oh, yes. About how everything sells eventually. Yes. yes. I was like, I remember um, you saying something. I want to tell Blue Water Pines really quick, though. We are we did test the basement for radon. And we got that under control. So thank you for saying that because radon is scary. Yes. yes. <laughs> and basements are notorious. So yeah. Um. But yes, so I was looking, I can't, oh yes, because, okay, so this is just my own neurotic way of doing my inventory spreadsheet that works for me, but um, I have, you know, every single item I've ever listed since item one, like in a spreadsheet, in chronological order of when I listed it, everything has a subject number, you know, and so I'm in the like, I think 18,000s range of like of all time items listed. And um, so at, at the beginning of every year, I will go through and just to be because my pages in the spreadsheet are like usually a thousand items at a time. Right. So just to make it like less of a ridiculous scroll on every single page in my sheets or every single sheet, I guess, in my data set, I um, go through and I save a copy like I have a copy that's like the 2022 archive. That's exact. That's how everything was midnight, December 31st, you know. 2022. And then I go through and I delete all the solds out of like the general inventory log. And so it shrinks the pages. So what that leads to like right now, you can see. Yes. Like, okay. Out of the first thousand items that I ever listed, how many are still actively listed? Which to me is really interesting because that stuff's like over five years old. And so I really, so real quick question as you're looking for the numbers, you have only recently started doing sales and more. So like yes. the items that were five years old until six months ago were just hanging out out there. They were just hanging out indefinitely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, but yeah, basically, yeah. So I wrote down this note that I'm rounding third base on my fifth year selling on eBay. I'll be in year six, like May of this year, or like I'll have my six year anniversary, May of this year, 23. So, I'm, you know, almost to year six right now, but currently so like at the end of your fifth year. Yes. Okay. Currently, only 12 of my first 100 listings are still active, 82 of my first 500, and 199 of my first 1,000. And so, and like, you know, so right now it's like, I think uh, maybe like one through like 4,000 are all on one sheet because all of all four thousands of those have shrunk so much that they all fit on one sheet now. Yeah. So um, it's just interesting to see like year over year. How many of those 12 are going to sell this year? Yeah, I'm like imagining sell. graphs in my head right now. Of like yeah. What it's looking like as you get. Yeah. And so are. when you think about like the term like long tail inventory, like, you know, that's probably another reason why even having 12,000 listen, listings doesn't guarantee that I'm going to be a six figure seller this year or last year or whatever, because literally my strategy was just like get it listed and eventually someone will buy it and it it's so it that gets reinforced so often like weekly with with me personally because i will sell something and i'm like oh wow this is five years old and someone just finally bought it for what i asked like it's just like mind-blowing but it's also miscellaneous i think too it depends on what you're selling too like what i sell no one like, I mean, maybe someone will buy it eventually, but a pair of jeans that are selling right now. Yeah. No, in five years, they're going to be completely out. If I wait 10 years and then now they're vintage, right. Or not, right. Vintage, 
no, 20 years, right? So I have to wait 15 years and then I'll like go over to vintage. Um, So I think it depends on what you're selling too. Because to me, I'm like, if it hasn't sold right now, like. Right. Maybe. Well, that makes sense because you try to stay like on the curve ahead of the curve. I mean, I sell outdated looking clothing every day, but you know, I'm probably not asking the price that you're trying to get, you know, for your clothes that are trending. (laughs) So, well, and intentionally, I think too, right. You have one buyer, but for the most part, it depends on your market that you're selling. I would be interested to know, and I don't know if you have this information, um, because you only recently started sell similar. So I'd be interested to know at what pace those older items started selling. Like, were they, are they selling at a faster rate? than when you weren't doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, anecdotally, I think they are, they have been selling at a faster rate probably since I started in earnest selling similar, which was like, what, like summer of 22. But, you know, I still, it was like maybe less frequent, but I did regularly still sell that stuff the previous four years. Like, you know, after 30 days or especially after 90 days, you know, it's allegedly just off the map, you know, but apparently not in all cases and also like i do sell really random miscellaneous stuff that like it it, there may not be a ton of comps for it all the time it may not be like as saturated you know but and um, someone could be like specifically looking for it yeah exactly uh even if it's like something weird (laughs) but (laughs) there's plenty of that So I think, uh, Melissa, I almost said Bandy. At least I said Bandy and not Val, because that was an Hey, Val. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Melissa is saying, and this is an interesting point. She said, I disagree in the comment about that clothing will sell eventually. Mm. Uh, people like what they like and not all people wear trendy stuff. Um, okay, so I do agree with that. I, because there are people that are like looking for like they've worn the same pair of jeans for like 10 years yeah. and you don't buy them anymore. I don't think it's at the same rate yeah. as the people wearing the trendy stuff. Um, and for my consideration too, for me specifically is a, a space. I don't like if something's if I'm right. selling on inventory for five years, that means that I can't put something new there. Right. You have unlimited space or you're not paying for your space. I don't know. That's just well, my consideration in doing that. Also, like I I mean, tell me if this is doesn't factor into it, but I, I don't like my brand, if I have one, is miscellaneous, right? And but your brand is like current trendy cool clothes. And so it's also like not totally on brand for you. You know what I mean? Like you you're like at in a niche of sorts within a category. And so to like go outside of that would not be it would it might be like too messy, you know? True. True. Yeah. That's valid. Uh Piggy Bank is asking, unless we were did we finish that conversation? I think we were good. You showed all yeah. your numbers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how good are the flea markets in your town? Um, so I'm in Denver Metro. The closest, like, big, like, legit flea market. There's one, like, big Denver one. Um, it's, like, an hour and 15 minutes away. And the one or two times that I, you have to pay to get in, so you're already out for that. That's I mean, like, it's not a lot, but it's a couple so, bucks. You got to drive there and pay? <laughs> Yeah, then I've been a couple times because my cousin owns a brewery, um, and it's like down the street from her brewery. So oh, that's really fun! We'll go to like the brewery, and then we're like, oh, we'll just go to the flea market too because they have like slides and like the kids like that. It. Sounds like but, a post brewery idea for sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, I have gone maybe once or twice since I've been reselling, and I have not bought anything to resell. Um, most of 
the vendors there are resellers. I see them at the bins. Yeah. <laughs> They're selling. Um, so there's not the prices to flip things. I know some people, I think if you're very like specific to niche down, you could probably be like, oh, that pair of shoes is price strong, maybe like onesie twosies. Yeah. Uh, but I do more of like, you know, buy a whole closet. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And like $20 jeans, I'm not going to spend $15 on them. They well, and especially when it's like the love of, like, I like, for example, people that my like sort of parallel to this is people will be like, oh my gosh, you like vintage stuff. You should go to this antique shop. And I'm like, no, I shouldn't. Wow. Like maybe for my own personal enjoyment, but like, that's it, you know? And it's just like, yeah, they're, you're not going to get the price, the the reseller flip like cost of goods price that you want in a place like that. And of course, like, yeah, there's tons of cool vintage stuff everywhere, but like, it's not appropriate for my store. And you may go in and find one item that they're like, Oh, I don't yes. know what they have, but like, as if they- you love sourcing like that and spending two hours to find one item. Great. But that that's not going to work for the volume that we're doing. So Right. And my brother-in-law actually, so my brother-in-law is a reseller too, and he just sells anything that he finds. Um, but he likes the hunt and he will go to all the different places and he will spend an entire day and get one item to sell. Yeah. Uh, but he really enjoys that part of it. And his average sale price is like astronomical. Well, yeah. <laughs> he's spending, I mean, his items are all like, yeah, the needle in the haystack kind of things. Um, that's just, I don't really enjoy that part anymore. Yeah, I do, but I'm not at that place of in my store right now where I can like afford to take that much time, you know? Yeah. Maybe gradually <laughs> moving towards it. But well, if you're trying to work on increasing your average sale price and if you enjoy it, yeah. You just put your time into wouldn't it be nice to not have to ship as much? Yeah. That sounds reseller problems, right? Still make the same amount of money and yes. not what did you have a day? What's your top shipping day? Number of items that you have to ship? Oh, Mondays. But like, what's the top number that you've ever had to ship by yourself? Oh gosh. Uh, I want to say it was like 87 or something. It was all the live long day. It was like 12 hours of shipping because also it's like boxes and packing peanuts and like sometimes envelopes and, you know, easy stuff, but not a lot <laughs> like yes. not on a day when there's 87 there's enough things that i'm gonna have to like double box and like trifle with that it's gonna take me a long time right which is another reason that i stick to clothing so i have a video coming out spoiler alert i was looking i was like messing around in therapy because that's what i like to do for fun <laughs> you're playing around therapy <laughs> i know i was looking at like different categories and what they sold at and i'm not gonna give the whole video away but there are some categories out there that i was like should i change what i sell um, and so I was looking at it and I did a video on it. It's more like fun about like how to look and use Terapeak. Um, but I was like, this is like, maybe I should. Right. So I was talking to my husband about it. And he was like, Sarah, you don't want to ship that nonsense. And I was like, true. You're like, that <laughs> is accurate. <laughs> the time that it would take for me to learn a new category and then find the new category and then ship it. Like my shipping now, I, take out a bag and I put it in another bag and I put a label on it. Right. Like, Oh yeah. It's pretty nice. And I don't have to have like storage space. I don't, I don't have packing peanuts. I don't, I have some, like a couple boxes from USPS, but not like, I mean, my brother-in-law probably use. Yes. Well, and my brother-in-law works in his basement and he, he's very miscellaneous like YouTube where he will buy it. Like it's all the things. And so he has to have a box for all the different sizes. Which, 
I will say the really like annoying stuff uh, for the most part is the higher dollar stuff. I'm like, I'll deal with packing this if it's going to sell for $200, but not if it's like, you know, $15 or something. I'm like, no, can't be bothered. Yes, for sure. All right, friends, we are, uh, we got about 10 minutes left um, before I have to go get the kids. If you guys do have questions, I think, Anna, you had maybe one other thing on your agenda. I know. To chat I was just looking back at that. Yeah. So um, the first thing, so like every month I'm going to streamline something different. And honestly, the process of moving everything is going to be like actually more than one thing a month is getting streamlined in the first couple months. But the thing that I was, aside from like moving like physical work to prep everything, um, I really wanted to get into like an actual daily rhythm of doing my soul, myself similar. Um, like what it boils down to for me is 400 items a day. And so, so how, did you, how did you figure that out? Um, I just divided, I divided my total number of listings by however many, like, or by the number of days of the year and basically or, or not no no no. i had it what did i divide it by because it's like every 30 days right yeah so, yeah, yeah. so are you are you trying to get it refreshed 30 or trying what is it stagnant 30 yeah you're trying to do a yeah. new every- so, that, so that's what i did i divided it by 30 and it was about 400 and so and i think you know as things sell down i'll just keep on doing 400 until it's like a significant difference to like re you know retool it or whatever but um but that's what it's going to take. So I've been doing it and it takes five minutes. Like I go and do time twice and that's it. So, well, and that's the thing too, is like, you want to keep it for time and error, keep it at like yeah. 25, 50, 100 or 200. Right. Cause yeah. those are the ways that, and then you can just like click everything instead of having. Yes, exactly. So I just sort it by what's oldest because right now I have like, I'm, I'm working myself out of this over the course of the month of January, but basically I had like a couple of like huge plateaus where I did like thousands of items at once, you know? And so I'm trying to like spread it out more and just make it more like on, on like a big wheel. (laughs) So, you know, right now I'm working through like thousands of items that today are, you know, 25 days old tomorrow, all those items will be 26 days old or whatever. So, but by the time I get to the end of my whole inventory, all of it will be turning over at about 30 days. So, and so when you're doing this friends too, you have to be mindful that (laughs) I subbed in my kids class yesterday. Um, and I say friends a lot. I know people call me out for it, but the teachers (laughs) call the kids friends. And so I just do. Yeah. It's really cute. Um, I, this was like kindergarten. So they're like little kids, but a lot of the teacher call them friends. Um, so I just heard my like teacher voice come out. So friends are going to listen friends. (laughs) Who's your inside voice friend? Yes. Um, I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh, so you do eBay has increased our listings from like a couple of years ago. So most people aren't gonna run into this, but you do want to be mindful that if you are ending yeah. it and selling similar different than when it would automatically like relist, yeah. you're gonna eat into your bank of how many listings that you have. Um right. you probably have a gazillion. Like what store are you on? Yeah, I mean, I think technically I only have ten thousand but I have the like 40,000 additional collectible categories ones or something. And about half of my inventory falls into those. Okay. So you have to be mindful because otherwise you will have to start paying for it. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Cause I just, I, I was doing sales similar here and there. And as I thought about it and 
Um, I recently just did the calculation too. I did it for 60 days though. Cause I feel like maybe 30 days isn't long enough for it to like gain traction. Well, yeah, I was going to say, if you really feel like you're like watchers and sending coupons and stuff, like maybe 30 days isn't quite enough time and especially seasonal things too, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I could, I could stretch it out even further and do like 60 or 90. Um, but I don't know, but that was my first experiment. So we'll see how that goes. Like Q1, I'll try to keep everything fresh for three whole months and it like completely nothing slips below 30 days. I mean, I think it'll be interesting because even in the middle of December, inconveniently, I realized, oh crap, like a bunch of my inventory is now older and I didn't realize I was that close to the edge of it. And so I was like on extended handling time and my listings were older, yeah, <laughs> you know, all these things. And I was so, like, wow, no wonder I didn't hit my goal. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I, I knew I was sick and all the things too, but yeah. I, so I'm doing 50 listings a day because my story is smaller um, to do it within 60 days turnaround. Um, so it'll stay tuned friends. It'll depend, you know, you're doing a month i'm doing two months yeah um, and we'll see if we're noticing any big things i think the reason i picked 50 as well is going up to 100 then it would be like two weeks right like i don't have enough inventory and i didn't want to go in it like the actual number was like yeah. 62 or something like and i was like i don't want i don't want to turn over my store every two months every yeah or something right well and i think really i mean the the danger to avoid is a stale or yeah, no, a stagnant listing, which is older than 90 days. So 30 might be overkill. Also, Tommy in Tommy. Seattle. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know because I don't care about Google, but maybe so, I should. <laughs> yeah, this, this is interesting. And this is one of the reasons that I haven't really done similar, sell similar in the past. Yeah. Um, what's really interesting, if you guys don't listen to the eBay for Business podcast, it's it's amazing because you can listen while you're working and um, doing things. You don't have to like read all the articles that they send us that we don't read. Um, they were talking and this was, I'm probably like two months behind, but it tells you what the title is. And they were talking about Google search. Um, and that was the whole episode. And then they do their kind of questions at the end. They were saying that eBay sends over every listing to Google that night. So if you, wow. listen, if you listed tonight, today before midnight, they send it over. However, I've heard from other eBay team members um, yeah. that they do that. They send it over every day, but because they have so many millions of listings that your listing, if you did it today, doesn't necessarily get sent today. Um, because I think they, it, they they made it sound like you could only send so many at a time and sometimes they have too many to send over. I yeah. don't know once eBay sends it over though, how quickly... We should do a test on that. Yeah. Um, how quickly Google it. does something with it? Yeah. Like how quickly it takes. So if you're going to do a test, um, do it incognito because it's going to show up. Like if it's your own listing, it's going to show up because right. you've looked at it. Um, or like do it like on someone else's computer or under someone like where you have not logged in. Break into um, your neighbor's house. Yes. Steal their iPad. Do it on their iPad. Break back into your neighbor's house. Return the iPad. Right. Don't Make sure that. to return it. Right. Definitely don't do that. Not um, recommending crimes. I would be interested to see. I my understanding from what they were saying. This episode is really good because he talks about like best practices and some of the best practices that eBay and Google say weren't actually what was happening. 
right? Like they were say do a white background, but then there were some backgrounds that would show up anyway. So I think some of it is, yeah, they have best practices. And back in the day, it used to be, if you don't follow these, we just do not do right. it. And maybe now it's more just like, if it's saturated, they matter more. If it's not saturated, they don't, I assume. Yeah, I think so. And I think too, if you have good data on it, right? So if your item is getting clicked on a lot, if it's getting viewed a lot, if it's getting, that may overwrite other things. Um, so Duncan finally decided to show up and he wants me to recommend a book. Oh, so how did I forget, Anna? I know, I forgot too. <laughs> it's because Duncan was near harassing us. In the I know. Anna has a book. <laughs> Y'all, this is a, a book that I wrote about my eBay store and why and how I run it um, the way I do. I actually wrote it in 2020. So a lot of things have changed, but it's okay because I wrote it from the middle of the process on purpose. And guess what? Here I am still in the middle of the process. Um, still, lots, still lots of relevant information. But if you want a copy of it, you can buy it on Amazon um, and it will be shipped from Amazon or you can buy it from my eBay store and I will sign it and write you a cute little note. So <laughs> if you want to do that, you're welcome to. Um, I, I owe Duncan a copy, but I still don't have his address. So it's waiting here for you. I have a copy, but mine's not signed. So I don't know. It wasn't signed because I gave it to her in person and I was too shy to sign them because I felt like that was really weird and egotistical. So I didn't. You just have to come out to Colorado to sign my book. Yes. Well, I, I was going to say, I want to come to one of your meetups, even though I'm not a Colorado reseller. But the one that's happening is during when I'm probably uh, or when I'm closing on this house. So I really can't come to this one. But. Yeah. I mean, I think we're going to do it every month and it's like networking and just chatting with people. But in the past ones, they usually get eBay to come out every couple of months. Um, and those are like the bigger, funner. I mean, I guess it depends on what you want to do, but yeah. Uh, do quality clothing lots sell on eBay? Should I title the listing as wholesale lot or just clothing lot switching gears on merchandise? Thank you. What do you Sarah, think? do you want to buy out? <laughs> I know. I <laughs> um, I actually, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Um, I actually think I have a sourcer. No way. I, know. I didn't want to say anything. Very lead. <laughs> I know. I don't, I don't want to say anything because I've thought in the past that I had one and then they fell through. Uh, it's been about three weeks and it's seeming to be working well. Um, yeah. So I'm not buying out lots as much. I prefer this because they're like, what do you want? And I can tell them directly instead of buying a closet and being like, oh, well, half of that was not. Oh, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, I'm hoping that I don't, but as far as selling lots, I don't, I don't do them. So I don't really, I don't, I don't know. I'm thinking if you're trying to sell them wholesale that you might try like flip or wholesale. Um, cause those mm -hmm. are like specific to that. I um, will say that I don't know if this is different in clothing, but the times, especially during COVID when I was trying to buy like large, like lots of things. I would use, I would look for wholesale and bulk, like in the titles. I searched those words. If I was trying to find like a bulk lot or a wholesale lot of lapel pins or something like that. So some fashion adjacent things that I bought in large lots like that. Um, you know, and I also searched other like words, like um, I would say like huge lot or like mega lot you know just like really yeah. extra like large because a lot could be like two right right so yeah because um, i'm thinking when i shop personally i typically search for lots 
because if it's something like I just recently found like a sports bra that I really like and I'm like, I want all of these. And so if they had like five of them and I only paid one shipping and I'd have to like communicate, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I search lots as well, but yeah, that's two. But yeah, some of them come with more, but it it can be. I feel like that would be good. Is a good word to kind of say like, this is a large lot, you know, because that's more like, okay, you're buying a pallet of it or whatever, or like a giant pile rather than just like a couple. But I would still call that a bulk lot, you know? Yeah, I mess with some of those words. Pull your listing quality report before you can't anymore. And it might have some SEO. Uh, yeah. He's saying the wholesale, he thinks of new items. Um, but I think mm. she has a lot of vintage. So I think, obviously, if you said like vintage wholesale, people would. Yeah, yeah, they would understand that. I think people would know. Uh, we do have to go. I am going to say I have a video coming out, Duncan. Um, why does promoted listing suggest ad rate keep going up? I saw one at 16 Ridiculous. My eBay fees are astronomical. Um, these promoted listing, we can't talk about it right now. Maybe we'll talk next week. Well. I have a video, I know. Teaser. Um, <laughs> amen. It, there, I have a video coming out where I'm looking at it because I do full disclosure. At the, towards the end of the year, I wanted to hit the goal. I was doing all the things to make all the sales. Um, trending plus, you know, at one, one pair, I did like 75 or whatever. Um, but I've been looking at my fees and I'm like, this is outrageous. But when I take away promoted, I don't make sales. Yeah. So I'm, we'll talk about it next week. How about, are you putting it on? Is that what you're? I did. Yeah. I think that'll be interesting because I'm, you know, not going to be in semi-liquidation mode anymore once I move. And I want things to be a little more chill, get a little more money for my items again, let things sell a little more slowly, perhaps. Like, I don't know. I have to figure out how to switch my strategy back, but like yeah. moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm what? trying to work with like sell similar and promoted and find like the equilibrium between organic and promoted. Yeah. Um, but my category is so oversaturated. So I think I just have to wait it out until all the resellers are gone. <laughs> That's my strategy right now. I don't know. Natural selection. <laughs> I mean, everyone can't afford to pay these fees forever, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll talk about it next week. Um, I do At have some point it will be a deterrent. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Uh, everyone have a wonderful week. We will see you back here next Friday. And then I think the following Friday is we're talking with government relations. This is not one that you want to miss because I'm super excited. There's Me so much in Washington right now that could be impacting us. Um, and eBay actually is lobbying on our part. Um, so And we get to talk to Yinka and Lori, which are wonderful people. Yes, they are both absolutely wonderful people. So we will see you guys next week. Good luck with all the house things. Anna. Thank you. I'll keep you guys posted. Oh, I turned off the light before I ended it. Oh. Yes. <laughs>